0: Hi, I'm Intruder Green. You might know me from things like The Silver Ballroom, Subin Abbey, and Social B. Welcome to the Intruder Green Podcast. It is the uh, 28th of uh, July, Uh, and I know it's been a while since I came out with an episode. Uh, And, you know, it's the same old story, just uh, lots of stuff getting in the way of that happening. But uh, I'm trying to get two done before the end of the month so that I can, like, meet... The Quota or whatever you want to call it. Um, anyway, uh, on this episode, I got uh, Stefan S. Bam. I can't remember what his real last name is, but he basically does this. Uh, I don't know. It's like a multi-tiered kind of thing. Uh, but it kind of started out with doing this festival called S. Bam uh, Festival. And uh, he's over here in Europe. And uh, it's a real cool thing uh, that he's doing. And uh, I, I think uh, you know, like uh, you should probably go, come get in and into it. In I I don't know. He's got a whole lot of cool stuff going on. He's putting out music and stuff. Uh, so he's he's kind of like uh, the European Don King of uh, of punk rock. Yeah, uh, I want to give a shout out to the producers of the podcast. We got Luke Ellis, Ren Sons, Heather Royston, Gem City, Sabrina, Sarah Koenig, Audacity Crash Clothing, Chelsea McNally, Cardboard Box Colony, and Carlos Hernandez. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks again, guys, for sticking with me. Um, I, I, I know I keep talking about doing all this uh, crazy stuff, and I... I got the studio all set up, and, uh, you know, there was some crazy stuff going on where, like, I couldn't get in there for a little bit, too, uh, which also led to me not being able to get some stuff done. Uh, you know, like, you know, whatever. Uh, basically, I lost the keys. <laughs> all right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I want to get do some more uh, Intruder Greens cocktail hours and do some live stuff for you guys uh, because you guys deserve it, and uh, I love you all. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to make it short and sweet so I can get on with uh, the rest of the stuff to do. Um, without further ado, on with the show.
1: Hello, this is a prepaid collect call from...
0: Intruder Green.
1: An inmate at the Dural Correctional Institution. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. To accept charges, press 1.
0: Uh, here, so <clears throat> it's Stefan, right, or steven Yeah, yeah, here. Stefan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stefan. yeah Yeah. All right. Yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I know you're from. You're. Are you from Austria originally? I'm from Austria originally. Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I know some Germans. I'm actually in Germany right now, so we're not oh, too far course. apart here. Yeah. Where yeah. are you in Germany? Oh, I can't say because, uh, you know, it's an undisclosed location, but it's like uh, I'll say it somewhere. It's not Dresden and it's not Berlin, but it's somewhere near both of those and it's a big city. OK, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that helps. Um, yeah, I'm in the east. So uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I was just saying, like, I've heard that uh, a lot of a lot of different ways to pronounce your name in germany or or you know in this area like me, it's like stefan or Stefan. Okay, yeah. or yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't yeah. know i feel like there's five different ways and, and but they're always <laughs> spelled the same and i'm like what the fuck? how do you how you I, it doesn't make no sense to me but you yeah, know yeah, yeah. i'm just I, I, I american care. so don't whatever care. yeah you don't care? I, I don't care. yeah well i probably <laughs> won't call you steven because that would just be weird Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh so so what we're going to talk about today, right, is uh spam or spam. Yeah, spam, right? yeah. So pretty much like I don't know. And correct Can you refresh my memory? Have we actually met?
1: No, nah, we um I booked you for the last two spam fests I think yeah. but they all got cancelled because yeah. of the COVID situation yeah. so.
0: I wasn't sure because I remembered like talking to somebody about a festival like a f- years ago and I wasn't sure if that was you but I think it was a different uh, European festival over there um, maybe we met I was in Zurich uh, six or
1: seven years ago you played there with <laughs> yeah. I think Social Distortion, Teenage Button Rock oh hell yeah that was a great show yeah maybe we talked then, but i i can't remember
0: yeah yeah well right on <laughs> um well anyway yeah so s spam I, I keep yeah. i keep wanting to call it s bam i don't know if you get that a lot but uh yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know yeah, it's most, just the time, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> when i think of spam it's hard not to think of like the you know spam with a p like the yeah, food yeah, that yeah. people who live in trailer parks eat and stuff and it's delicious <laughs> yeah. um but you know like spam I, I can get it um is that like a play on your name or something yeah it's a play with my name it's uh, stefan
1: and, and behem and so okay. i tried to to create a word and then spam came out and it was i think it was a pretty dumb idea at the beginning because all <laughs> of my emails ended in a chunk folder so
0: oh yeah yeah sure that's funny but uh, it was too late to change but you what it was too late to change oh too late to change yeah you know it's like now you now you're in it so it is what it is yeah. right yeah that's good just yeah. like calling your band masked intruder it's like <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a little on the nose huh guys all right but yeah years later it's like way too late to do anything about it <laughs> yeah yeah uh so that's good um but so how did it start though like you've been doing this festival for like a long time now right? the festival exists since
1: 2018 okay i started doing graphic design for bands in 2016 or something like that
0: okay so that's kind of like was that kind of like how you really got started was doing like graphic design stuff yeah yeah yeah
1: i was always into punk rock but uh then i started graphic design and yeah all this came together with when i made my first poster for joey cape and Oh cool! And yeah, that's turned out, and me first in the gimmick gimmies, and then I was invited to a show from the gimmick gimmies in Amsterdam, and then I met uh, the guys from Destiny Tour Booking.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and so this all started, and yeah, nice. So, you, yeah. so you've you, you really like been in it, like making like fucking flyers and shit, probably doing like album covers and whatnot. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was. I was a graphic designer. I was a creative director for
0: for big agencies,
1: but uh, it yeah. all became boring. And I always yeah. wanted to do some, some posters and and album covers. And yeah, and yeah, I, I tried it, and yeah, it it worked out pretty well. And I I always loved doing club shows, so I started some doing some club shows in my my hometown. Like booking? You mean yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, then I tried to create a festival. Yeah, this, the first one was pretty small for three hundred people,
0: and then it. Well, that's the way to go, though, right? You don't want to like. I was. I've had this conversation before, where it's like people get a bunch of money to start a festival and they try to like way overdo it, and then they just end up going bankrupt. And they're like, "Well, can't do that again." But like <laughs> when you do it, kind of like the way you're doing it, where you said you started out with like three hundred people, uh, yeah. that tends to work better because if you lose, you're probably not going to lose too much and you could still maybe do it again the next year and you can yeah. afford to like grow it from like a tiny seed or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. But, um, we
1: never had sponsors or something
0: like that. I always
1: oh, yeah. put my money into the festival. So yeah, it's, it's, it's lifestyle. And I love, I really love punk rock music and I love doing festivals. Yeah. But the first two f- festivals uh i didn't make any money out of it so the,
2: yeah. the
1: last the last festival in 2019 was the first one that was successful okay yeah and then the
0: the pandemic <laughs> came yeah <So>. here yeah, right <laughs> and now everybody's screwed um so yeah but i wanted to like comment on what you said about you know the, the thing for me was like even booking shows uh because like i don't know me and red messed around with some uh you know, booking your stuff back in the day. And it was always kind of like, I, I don't know if I could ever do it for like money, like regularly to rely on, you know, yeah. I guess I could always just bail out and just go back to crime. But for me, it was always like the same thing you were saying was like, it gets boring. Cause you like, if you're working for an agency or something, you got to deal with like bands that you probably just don't even give a shit about, yeah. but it's like, that's where your bread and blood is coming from. So you got to like, do it um and i don't know to me it's almost like yeah if you got some shitty job like working at mcdonald's or something and you Mm. obviously don't care about that it's almost Mm. like that would be better than having to do it at one of those agencies where it's like maybe you are passionate about it but it's almost like worse because you're, you're you're like killing your passion by putting all your effort into this like it's almost like what you want to be doing but not i don't know does that make sense yeah 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 yeah, totally yeah uh at the beginning it was
1: it didn't matter if i lose money for for shows because i had my day job Uh, but i I worked 50 hours a week at the agency and then i tried to to do the, the the whole artwork stuff and and building a label and stuff like that so I Pretty much worked over 100 hours a week, so I, I really did this until 2018. But then I I decided to to quit my job. Oh yeah, and, and go full on on spam. So yeah, um, that's really what I want to do for a living. And uh, it's not about the money. It's just uh, I love doing uh, artwork, and I love doing shows and and festivals, and I love running the label. So yeah. it, 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 I think if you, love some, uh, if you love something and you really be passionate about it, so it, it can be really successful. And I think we're on a good way to, to have a successful label and a successful festival. Yeah, that's,
0: that's yeah. all I, want I have and, and all I want to do. Well, it's interesting, too, that uh, like you. Yeah, I wanted to bring up that you're doing a label now, too, because um, mm-hmm. you were doing the festival first, right? Like it all kind of well, as far as like spam started with the festival, right? Yeah, uh, spam started originally
1: with the artworks, then the festival. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: and then uh, for the second festival, we made a,
1: a double LP with all the bands that were playing spam. Oh, to, okay, and, and then uh, consumed uh, asked me if I want to put out their new EP. Oh, and, nice, yeah. I, I didn't know how to run the label, but I just said <laughs> So it all, I think, all started with, with with consumed, and then the next thing was, I wish you would get dead, and no fun at all. It kind oh, yeah. really big at the beginning, um, yeah. But it was always not my my priority. The priority was always artworks and festival. Yeah. And um, since the pandemic started, I really we really all focused on on the label, and yeah, we. Really grows now, and we now have i all made this alone with the with the records and stuff like that, and now we have six people
0: here at spam records oh wow so that's that's pretty cool yeah that's pretty great, like you were growing during the pandemic then basically yeah yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> that's kind of an oddity like i don't know if a, a whole lot of businesses you can say that you know
1: yeah, but um yeah the, the main thing we where we make our money as the festival. So yeah, I-, I can't wait, wait to, 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 to have the festival back. And, uh, it pays our bills. We're not getting rich with, our, with the label, but it pays yeah. our bills and It makes fun. So, but, um, yeah, we can't wait to have the festival
0: back again. So, yeah, well, it sounds great. I mean, and I like the, that, that, that way of doing it because I was, another thing I've also said is that like, bands i don't know ba- it's almost like bands don't need labels these days yeah. unless the label is like i don't know what used to be like the label going like the extra mile should now kind of is gotta got to be standard now right like yeah. i don't know i feel like there's some labels that would just be like oh here we'll put your record out everything else mm-hmm. is up to you you know like yeah. but now it's got to be more like yeah maybe you have a festival or maybe you like hook up the band with like an agent and be the manager and and do yeah. all this extra stuff um yeah, yeah. which i guess i'm 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 assuming that you guys are kind of into into more, more of that stuff be- since you have the festival and you, you do book shows and whatnot yeah yeah
1: yeah totally it's more like a brand uh right right yeah tons of labels and festivals but but the cool thing is we, we have to, the festival, we have the label,
0: and they can do the artworks. So it's a pretty good ticket. Yeah. That's a good yeah. thing to have in-house is like a good yeah. art, art director or whatever you want to like label yeah. yourself as. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, that's good. And it, it, that's also got to like add a bit to like, I don't know, like, uh, like you said, it's like a brand. And if you have like a a, a signature art style for your brand, you know, that's like everything, you know, like that's cool. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. And we
1: want to, the plan for the festival is go, go bigger.
0: The last festival
1: was was pretty good. We had 1000 people a day and it was sold out. Oh nice. Cool. New venue in Linz, uh, where the capacity is around five to 6,000 people. Um, and it's a, a whole big area directly in the center of, of the city, yeah. near, the, near the river. And we have two stages, one outside stage and one um, indoor stage. And I really want to make this like the, the old WAP tour style. We want to oh, have yeah. a there and, and some, some talks there and, and, and acoustic stage and everything. It's like a... Yeah, you don't have... Just to see bands, you can hang out there, grab your skateboards and and yeah, it's just yeah. like hanging out on the weekend.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that that sounds good to me, bud. All right, uh, yeah, I we did the Warp tour and it was like incredible. Like I don't know if, if if you if you're trying to raise it to the point where you like tour with it, but uh yeah. that's a little nuts. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but you said like you you so you grew from like. I don't know, you said 2018, you had like around 300 people and yeah. then 2019, you had like over a thousand every day. Yeah, now That's some fucking growth right there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting better and better and now
1: it was always, the festival was always in the countryside. So it oh, yeah. started in, in, in the center of a, of a big city. If you, if you can name lanes like a big city, it's 250 thousand people no, yeah, living there. But, uh, yeah, it's the first time that it's it 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 should be in the city, so um, yeah, the the city has a lot of potential, and um, yeah, let's see. But we we trying to do a new some new stuff. All the kids under eighteen get free entry. Oh, that's cool. So the the thing is, I want really ha- want to have the the young kids going to the festivals again and yeah. listen to punk rock again because when I grew up. We were all listening to a lag wagon, we are driving five, six hundred kilometers to, to, to a show. Yeah. And now the, the kids don't, don't do that anymore. Yeah, of course. I mean, and, which is around 30 at our festival. Yeah. So, right. We're have the kids listening to punk rock again. And, and I think that's a it's a huge chance if you give them free entry that they will show yeah. up and
0: music. Yeah, totally. And probably like if they get in free, you know, they're still going to spend money on like, well, probably not booze, but like, you know, soda pop and merchandising and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, They can't lose anything because they don't have to spend money to to see the bands. And if if
0: they like it, they can stay. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And uh, yeah, and, and, and there's a lot to be said. I hope that, uh, Or like maybe this is part of that, like getting kids to uh, uh, embrace. I don't know, actually just going out and seeing a band for the first time before you actually heard them like, I remember when people used to do that and it was pretty cool because it was just like, I don't know, some people are going to be there that I know it's like a party and you go there and you see some new music for the first time. And it's like it's a little different when you see a band playing and you get the full experience, then when you just like, Oh, this is a new band on Spotify. I got to check it out. And then you hear it and you're like, okay, I don't like it. Oh, or I do like it. Maybe I'll go see them play. But it's like, yeah, just get out there and go see some shit. I think totally. Totally, Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, now that we're getting back to having shows again, pretty soon, I think, um, Mm. I think, uh, people are going to be real thirsty for it. So, you know, like, I don't know where you guys are, you know, like how you wetted, wetted the storm or whatever through this pandemic uh, as far as the business. But you said you grew, so like you must be doing pretty good. Um, But yeah, I think you guys could be like uh, headed for a big, big year. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think everybody is thirsty for uh, for
1: shows and everything. So that's the reason why we want to really make this big next year and yeah the bands that were headliners the last years now playing um, late in the afternoon because we we try to getting bigger and have bigger and bigger bands so. oh yeah good yeah
0: yeah um so when is the festival actually it's like the end of july end of july end of so yeah. do you have it ha- is it scheduled for this
1: year then uh at the moment it's still scheduled but it's not looking good because yeah, yeah it's pretty uh, soon. <laughs> yeah, people are getting vaccinated here. Yeah, you no, know, but uh, I don't want to do a festival with uh, masks and restrictions. Yeah, a you don't want to
0: half-ass it. Yeah, yeah
1: um, I really want to make this like like it was before the pandemic. Yeah, right. I have crowd surfing there. Want to have a mosh pit? Right. I don't want to have people standing there at tables and listening to maybe, uh, like us, no effects. That's not, that's not a punk rock show. Yeah. So, uh, we're waiting for two weeks now and we're talking to the government and see what's, what's possible. But, uh, it's looking like we have to postpone it to next year.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) bummer, but kind of understandable. And, you know, um, but so like I don't know, can you talk talk about like some of the bands you got?
1: Like who's uh, headlining? I don't know yet. Uh okay. we're we're just looking we're just waiting for
0: the confirming of two headliners now. All right. So so stuff's uh, not completely announced yet anyway, right? No, we we haven't announced any band yet. Oh, okay.
1: So we're just waiting if we can have the festival this year, and if not, we're gonna announce the full lineup. Most of the most of the lineup in
0: two weeks. All right. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, but that's pretty soon. You guys are like, (laughs) you're
1: right on it. The whole lineup is already booked for next year, except uh, two bands, Mm -hmm. And, and like I said, we we're just waiting for for them to confirm and then we can spread the word and announce the, the full lineup. yeah.
0: Excellent.
2: Guitar players, I bet you thought you were shit out of luck when it comes to finding your dream guitar or amp. You know, you go on some auction site or something, and it's all crap? <laughs> yeah, well, that's because, you know, you gotta look in the right place. And the right place is Yeah Man's vintage and used guitars. They got exactly what you're looking for. Now, I know what you're thinking. Aren't they located in, like, Switzerland or something? Yeah, man, they are. Burn Switzerland to be exact. But you know you can uh, get on the internet and you can go check out the website yamansguitars.com and uh, you can order stuff on there. So uh, you know, it don't really matter where the heck you are in the world, you can just get on their website and uh, find all sorts of cool stuff that you're looking for. And you might not even know that you wanted it until you see it on there, and there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, if you got something specific you're looking for and need some help finding it, just hit up yeah Man Guitars on the electronic mail. That's the email. It's like 21st century, and you got email and websites. It's like amazing. Some people call it magic. Some people call it science. I just call it I don't know, crazy shit. Uh, yeahmansguitars at gmail.com. As far as email goes, it's the way you email them. And while you're at it, get your band a tour in Europe and stop by the shop. Michael and the rest of the crew would love to meet you, I'm sure. And you can tell them Green sent you. Yeah, man's vintage and used guitars.
0: Hi, intruder maniacs. Are you in a band? The answer is, of course you are. Everybody's in a fucking band these days. Anyway, if you're in a band, congratulations. I'm making the worst financial decision of your life. Aside from taking out college loans or something. Yeah. Now there is a way to lessen a burden of such a financial decision. It's called merchandising. And Rab Merch Company is all ready to meet your merchandising needs. You want uh, some t-shirts? Uh, you want, got a tight deadline you need them printed on? And because you booked a tour less than a month out? And uh, you didn't get cancelled like everybody else's tours did? Uh, how about a bunch of weird random trinkets like keychains or medallions and what about koozies, you know, like everybody likes koozies Koozies are great because they keep your drink cold and your hand warm or vice versa depending on what you're drinking Stuberad Merch Company can get all these made for you Stuberad Merch Company is an in-house artist who can help you with your designs and stuff There's still a small enough company that uh, they pay special attention to you and your special needs Because, you know, everybody's got special needs like uh you know you probably mostly and uh they even got a web store that's where the real magic is you go on tour and you sell your stuff but chances are you're gonna have some leftover or some fans are gonna feel like left out because they didn't have enough money to buy something at your show so they go on a com and find stuff from your band on there they'll take care of all your production and shipping fulfillment needs so go ahead go on a store. Right now, and uh, check out all the tight bands that are already on there. They got a bunch of them, like got it, the Bomb Pops and like the Bad Cop, Bad Cop and stuff. It's all good. Uh, yeah. Uh, all sorts of cool swag. And uh, right now, right now, if you go on there and at checkout, you use the code Prison. You can get 15% off all of the uh, Stupid Red merch branded apparel uh, at stupidredmerch.com. Go check it out. Yeah, Uh, I gotta ask. You have a very beautiful picture behind you. Is that your artwork?
1: Yeah, that's my artwork. I have a friend of mine.
0: which just we we moved to a new office now,
1: Um, and the friend of mine is a graffiti artist. Yeah. He he sprayed
0: all my a lot of my artworks in the (laughs) office. So yeah. Oh, so like he he just kind of recreated stuff that you had drawn and like redid it on your walls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, nice. So, yeah, yeah, for anybody who's listening, uh, it's this beautiful picture of uh, all I can see is like it looks like a lady's shoes with some panties coming down around her ankles uh, with some yellow stuff. And a guy's looking it up uh, looks very uh, I don't know what the word is like. uh, Digress digressive. I think that's a good word for it. (laughs) Yeah. All right.
1: I think this was one of my first artworks I made. So.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, good. When you were like twelve, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, about the record label now. though. you you got you got the one band, uh. But and you did you doing something with uh get dead? Did I hear?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh- We're doing a repress of their EP now. It's going to be the pre-order starts next week. Uh, But we have a lot of records coming out this year. We have uh, a pulley 10-inch, acoustic 10-inch. Then we have another pulley project coming up at the end of September or October. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, we're also working on... Yeah, and tons of stuff. And we're going to release the new album from Russ Rankin. Oh, all right. He's Uh, doing like a
0: solo thing? Yeah.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're working on some new pulley stuff. Hopefully some new fun at all stuff. Uh, Yeah, we have tons of projects coming up. But I can't talk about it right now because <laughs> it ain't enough.
0: announced yet. Yeah, that, that, I totally understand. I was just wondering, like, what the growth has been like. I guess more than anything over this last year, because it's maybe not the best year to have a festival, or at least last year wasn't. But it, it's probably a good year to be, like, uh, you know, recording some new tunes, well, writing yeah, songs totally. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we had
1: we had a, we had really a, a pretty good year with all the releases. We we are another label for days and days in Europe for their old stuff, and we just signed the Bridge City Sinners. Um, All right. Yeah, like, like pulley, uh Yeah, we did some, some repress of some old uh, Bad Cup stuff. Oh, yeah. I think I, I heard about that one too. Because yeah. we'll go friends with yeah. them. Chaser, um, uh, Krang. Uh, yeah, we just released a uh, Joey Cape Split. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's yeah. getting bigger and bigger, yeah yeah that sounds great yeah um
0: ah, shit, I lost it anyway uh <laughs> so you know, like, if I could talk about you for a little bit uh you you said you you're originally from Austria, I guess you' probably lived there your whole life, I would assume um yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, you've always been into punk rock, I guess you're probably like probably around uh you know considering what you said you were listening to when you were younger i'm guessing you're about my age which is good age to be um <laughs> <laughs> but like what was it like uh you know getting into punk rock in austria a a when you were like a kid like a, maybe a teenager or something like Because for me, like it was America and it was a lot of that stuff was happening in America. But like, I don't know. Did you kind of have to get like get it imported or was it also kind of blowing up there as well?
1: I was totally blowing up there. Um, I think it all started with with Green Day. Oh, yeah. Everybody was listening to Green Day back then. And then Offspring came. Oh, yeah. Uh, All of my friends were listening to Queen Day and Offspring. And I think this was a pretty good starting point for, for them to listening to, to punk rock and getting into to other bands. For me, it was, I think the first band was No oh, uh, Effects.
2: Yeah. My,
1: my older brother uh, had always this cassette tape in his car. And we were listening to it all the time. And he always said it were the Sex Pistols. And I bought all their <laughs> records. And it sounded like shit and i could find the record uh, that the songs that uh was playing on the tape and so i grabbed some no effects <laughs> and uh
0: yeah it was actually no effects the whole NoFX. time
1: <laughs> yeah. and then we i think we were we drove we drove twice a week to the record store and we just uh looked at all the covers and and then we listened to their to music and then this all these fat samplers came on and uh yeah this was all the starting point with Lagwagon wagon and norfax news for a name yeah all this yeah. diesel boy uh propaganda oh yeah diesel uh, song, boy uh, yeah hell yeah. yeah i think i bought the whole back catalog from fed records back then so yeah
0: it sounds like it
1: I and think all th- my friends were listening to punk rock and there were all these cool shows uh yeah. like Action tour where Mighty Metal Bastards played and and all the, all these bands from the states played and yeah everybody was listening to punk rock because there was then American Pie
0: and oh yeah yeah the, the whole like soundtrack. the movie oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, I the never heard that soundtrack stuff. but I seen a movie yeah that was played yeah
1: 41 but yeah this all mainstream shit but everybody was listening to the to this music so and they all listened to the other bands so. Yeah, the, the, the mid-90s and, and early 2000s were, were pretty great to to grow
0: up and listen to the music. And, oh, hell yeah. yeah. I believe it to be true. I I, yeah. I will agree with that completely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a good era, and uh, now we're kind of like in this weird spot where there's some good new tunes coming out, but it's not necessarily punk rock, but then there is punk rock, and uh, yeah, who knows where it's going to go, but I think that maybe with uh, everything that's going on in the world these days, at least in America, uh, people are like, time for some more punk rock. <laughs> because it's like it's good. It gets you, it gets you going. Yeah, hopefully. I just when,
1: when I open my Spotify account, I always get this playlist, some new punk rock music. Mm-hmm. And then I, I looked at the playlist, and there was stuff like
0: Machine Gun Kelly and... and and shit like that and yeah i don't know what that sounds like I've, I've seen posts about that because like uh you know just on the social medias and whatnot but i've never actually listened to it and i'm like yeah. i don't know and if i'm actually gonna like this no i don't think so i just looked them <laughs> up
1: and there was all this this stuff you should listen to when you listen to machine gun kelly and all these bands have 200 million streams for every song oh, yeah
0: that's crazy. I know. I I, I I feel like maybe they're cheating. Like maybe they just invest in a bunch of uh, like cell phones. Yeah. And uh, every night they make them put, they put their album on repeat mm-hmm. or every day. Really? It just keeps yeah. repeating the album on Spotify. So they get these yeah. tons of streams. Yeah. That's probably what's going on. I yeah. bet. It, I believe.
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe, too, because no no one of my friends are
0: listening to this kind of music. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. it's probably actually more realistically, it's probably the kids that are listening to it, which is why yeah. it's important to let them in for free to your yeah, festivals yeah. so they can experience a real, like, good show. Um, yeah. But actually, speaking of that, like, uh, what about, like, new bands? Are you working with, like, is there, like, I don't know. This is just like if you could think of anybody like or uh, relate to this at all, like are there new bands around that you're trying to book for the festival or anything that like like, is there a scene for it these days? Because like what we're talking about now is obviously like what people are saying is punk rock is this Machine Gun Kelly, whatever but like yeah is there like some cool new is there some new kids on the block that are doing some new cool shit Uh we
1: i always uh love to support uh young bands from from europe or yeah i don't matter if they're from europe or from the states but we have around 30 bands at the spam fest and half of the bands are from my record label all right, good. <laughs> can play there and, and sell their merch or their, their records there. But we're always supporting uh young bands and releasing their records and helping them out. Yeah, there are, there are a lot of cool bands here in Europe, but yeah, they have to tour and that's the problem right now. Oh, they're yeah. not selling records because nobody knows them and they can tour. But yeah, like I said, we have ten to fifteen bands from, from the label playing at the spam festival and we all, we're also trying to have a lot more uh, female bands there oh yeah yeah that's cool that's the main ga- goal also for the label we yeah there, there are a lot of cool bands also in the states i love the venomous pinks do you know them
0: yeah actually that was uh, the last interview i did with uh, oh, was, okay. uh with one of the ladies from that
1: yeah yeah, yeah i love them
0: yeah we, we uh yeah, it was interesting because we, we we played with them while we were on tour, just randomly at some show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It was weird because they were on tour as well, mm-hmm. but they weren't like originally booked. Some crazy shit went down where like the original venue got canceled because the roof fell in or something. And then mm-hmm. we got like thrown on this show, but the headliner got kicked off and we took that spot and we found about, out about that later. And we were like, that doesn't sound too cool, but uh, I guess we're going to play this show. But anyway, yeah. We played with yeah. them and uh got to talk to them and yeah, they're super cool. Um I would definitely say yeah, like uh yeah, people should check them out mm. for sure. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Um actually I wanted to ask too is uh is 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 Spam <laughs> is the record label like kind of more Europe centric or are you you guys like pushing records all over the place. Like, can I buy some stuff that you guys are putting out in the States? Yeah, 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 of course. course. Yeah, Yeah, You got that distro.
1: Yeah, for most of our bands we do worldwide deals and we're searching for partners and other labels to to distribute them and we also have them on Kings Road or, yeah, we're trying to get them at all the record stores and, and but mostly we're distributing them the states or canada and
0: and so how does it work like if i wanted to if i'm in america and i want to order a record from you like say directly from the label do i got to pay like ship overseas shipping and stuff but you got like yeah yeah if you if you pay directly from our store you have
1: to pay the shipping for the us but you can also order it from like people of punk rock records or all uh, right So I'd that's partner.
0: the that's why it's important to have like partners and stuff. Like yeah, yeah, partner so like labels.
1: Fucking expensive.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, like it's weeks yeah. to get there. But yeah, that that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. great. Uh man. Well, I hope that works out great. Um, because yeah, I don't know. Fucking there's a lot of good European uh bands too going on. That, yeah, yeah. Like have been for a long time. Actually, uh, we're friends with quite a few of them. We love touring Europe and whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to bring up, but I got one last question for
1: you. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing specific. Uh, I'm just hoping that everything with the pandemic is will be over this year, so we can all hang out at the shows and Yeah, for I really, sure. I really miss this. Is, it's been almost two years or one and a half year that I yeah. went to a show. The last show was, was Bad Cop, Bad Cop in, in my hometown. And on the other day, we made a, an acoustic set in the office. Oh, that's and cool. After, after that, they shut down the whole country. And this was pretty much the last real concert. That's funny because Bad Cop,
0: Bad Cop was the last show I saw too. Really? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they played in uh, you know, where I am. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're pretty close, we're pretty near each other, so yeah, they, yeah. they were uh, they were on their way uh to France, actually, shortly after that, and uh I remember that because it was starting to go down, like right when they were here, and they were mm-hmm. like getting all worried about it. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that sucks." And uh, yeah, something happened where it was like, because France got so messed up right away. Yeah. Uh, they basically closed the borders and it was like they couldn't get to the rest of their tour really without going through France like maybe yeah. they could have gone around but it would have taken like an extra day basically so yeah. they just yeah at that point it, and it, plus everybody else was like having problems so it was like yep time to cancel the tour so yeah that was crazy yeah that was totally the last show I saw too I think this was one of the last shows I think they played also Switzerland damn
1: yeah but all the shows in Italy got canceled because yeah, Italy, yeah, but, that's what it was. Yeah, but but pretty worse there.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's a nightmare. Yeah, it was. And it, it still is. You're right. But uh, hopefully it's going to be over soon. And I'm uh, very excited to see what happens with, with, you, with you guys. Uh, And uh, even if Mass Intruder can't play, like I said, I'm close by. So I would love to come to the festival once it happens. Yeah, you um, you
1: you're, you're invited. You yeah. you just hit me up and yeah, you can come. hang.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be wonderful once that stuff happens again. Uh, yeah. Are you the yeah, whole year in Germany, or uh, you're always in Germany, or? I'm always in Germany at this point. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you why later. It's okay. it's you know it's uh my lawyer says I gotta keep it a secret. <laughs> that All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. um but yeah I, the, the one last question because the theme of the show is uh crime stories do you got any crime stories
1: I got any crime stories?
0: yeah uh, I know they like to hang uh fast and loose in Austria, but uh you know
1: that I didn't have any real crime stories uh i i didn't i don't have any uh meeting points with the police because
0: they're they're not really because there's no police in austria and the streets are paved
1: in gold (laughs) a lot of police in austria but they're they don't care about us uh so that's good yeah yeah that's really cool because we we have our new office really at the hotspot in Linz they never showed up. No, they they showed up once.
0: The and, hot spot. And,
1: what do you mean the hot spot? Yeah, there's this old town where we're in where yeah. all the bars are. Where all the yeah, people yeah. are hanging out and getting drunk and there are tons <laughs> of kids there and uh, everybody's getting stabbed there in the night. So um oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> It's 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 really it's really easy here because they, they don't care about in their office. We have this all these posters hanging out in front of their office with the NoFX non-poster with their boobs hanging out and oh yeah. They don't care, they, they showed, showed up once uh, and said well, what we are doing here and, and, and one guy loved No so all, <laughs> of course. It's all all pretty easy
0: here. Yeah. Well I'll take that that sounds like a crime story you had an interaction with the cops once
1: i I really had no i don't have any problems with with the cops but a a colleague of mine yeah last week or two weeks ago just two of us in the office and he drove home with his bike and Uh crashed the bike in front of the police and so he got arrested and oh shit he was fucking drunk and now he's got a Fine for $2,000 or something like that. Uh.
0: Yeah. You know, drunken biking is a weird thing because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's weird because people don't think about it. It's like, obviously, drunken driving ain't cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be fun, but it's definitely not cool. No, it's, it's absolutely not cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for, for obvious reasons. But then you don't necessarily think about it when you're riding a bike drunk. Because yeah. you're just like whatever, this is fun. I'm maybe yeah. on a sidewalk or yeah. maybe I'm on the street, but I'm on a bike. I'm not gonna hurt nobody. But yeah. then again, you could like crash into a car, and then the car yeah. has to swerve, and then maybe yeah. takes out a family of five or some shit. So yeah. uh, you know you gotta watch out for that. And then the cops yeah. are like, <laughs> and you definitely don't want to crash into the cops because no, yeah, not. they will fucking <laughs> arrest you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, man. It was really good uh finally meeting you. Um uh, I yeah. know we've been like kind of like throwing a message back and forth like I don't know, it feels like maybe some years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um but yeah. Uh I I'm looking forward to uh seeing what happens with the festival and I would definitely like to come once it once we finally get out of this shit
1: yeah totally you're like i said you're invited uh, you can stay at our place the
0: whole weekend and let's hang out oh, yeah plus i love austria it's beautiful down there over mm-hmm. there i don't know if you're down, down or there, over down, or down there. yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. that's where the alps are yeah uh,
1: yeah exactly
0: that's but right. not in But yeah
1: it's we, we are actually ex- actually at the, the border to germany it's just 50 kilometers away from the border
0: to germany oh tight so yeah so i could like ride a bike there probably yeah oh yeah <laughs> but not right yeah yeah you know maybe a little bit if i'm in the alps then there's no cars to hit yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> that's right also i don't want to bike my i don't want to bike through the alps that sounds terrible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right buddy well i'll let cool. you go and uh, it was good talking to you yeah, yeah. thanks for having me hell yeah We'll talk yeah. to you soon. And that's it for the Intruder Green podcast. You can hit me up on all the socials at Intruder Green. Uh, or go to intrudergreen.com for all uh, lots of cool stuff. Uh, including the Intruder Green uh, merch store. Uh, which uh, you know like uh, it's just it's, it's not necessarily intruder green stuff. I just got a bunch of like uh, legitimately found merch on there and it's for Europeans too. Like I'm over here in Europe and you can fucking uh, get whatever you want in there uh, and deliver it to Europe. So uh, you know it's live. You go to the trudegree.com. There's a link to the web store around there, and lots of other stuff. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I'll be I'll be promoting that a lot more once I get figured stuff more figured out. But you can get stuff on there and go check it out. We're even selling a, a, at least one uh, Master Truder album on there. I think we got CDs and records. But anyway, uh, the Intruder Green calling line is plus one six oh eight five three five nine six oh eight Patreon.com slash Intruder Green if you just want to give me money. Um, produced by Colin Bennett. Uh, management, Aka Kramer. Hair and makeup by Jennifer Smith. Set design by Dylan Raymer. Catering, Matthew Hendershot. Lighting, Sweet Lights, Railway, New Jersey. Our theme song is Poticles by Pipe Bros. Let's burn some dust here. Eat my rubber. Whoop, whoo.